Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Love HQ podcast. This is a place for women who want to explore love, sex, dating, and relationships through an unconventional approach of ditching the normal dating advice, prizing yourself as an individual, and listening to expert interviews from all different walks of life, focusing on how you can get more in touch with yourself as a person, develop better relationships, and live life on your terms. Hey, ladies, um, welcome back to Love HQ. I've got an interesting podcast today. Um, I've actually ended up meeting with I, I, I joke and say the artist formerly known as Johnny Berber now Johnny Berber is, is probably well known if you're a guy and interested in dating relationship and love skills no. maybe not so much for you guys to give you a brief kind of bio of him he has taught a lot of men about how to overcome social anxiety and how to get better at approaching women and have loads of relationships um, and by his own admittance he's also had loads and loads of relationships with women mm-hmm. that were about as dysfunctional as my previous relationships with men um, so we've just kind of been you know we've just done a podcast for my guys called Attraction HQ so if you want to listen to Johnny's story um, swap over and take a listen to that podcast and really why I thought it would be cool just to do a quick one for you guys as well is I thought that there's something to be learned here because as I've been speaking to Johnny I've kind of gone oh my god this is like the male side this is like I was having all these crazy dysfunctional relationships with guys that were hostile or abusive or aggressive or cheated or emotionally distant and and obviously and I'd like to say I'm not saying that in the way that that was all that guy's fault mm-hmm. um all those actions are bad but you know what I had I had my part to play and you know what I think sometimes you can get sucked into relationships where you both play out these dysfunctional parts and you and then the behavior escalates and you help each other out to create these toxic patterns so it's always a 50 50 thing and speaking to you today made me have the awareness of wow this is a guy who's lived on like the opposite exactly the opposite spectrum trim. exactly yeah. um and so maybe the little lesson that we want to talk to you guys about today is really just i think the beginning is always awareness so if you've had and listen to me as i'm saying this to you if you know you've had some really i would say batshit crazy relationships you know the kind the screaming the shouting the slam doors that i never speak to you again running off down the street what else have i done uh, i threw all his clothes down the stairs i chased him down the corridor that's true I, love it's true love true love um Oh, you know, I tolerated guys being physically aggressive towards me, emotionally aggressive. I felt very afraid. I put up with people cheating on me. And all the same time, I was clinging on and rescuing and saving and trying to help and actually doing all these behaviors.
behaviors that were feeding into the other side of it. So if you know you've had a relationship like that or relationships, and this is what really scared me was when I had more than one, I was like, oh my God, it wasn't a one-off psycho that I met. I didn't just, and you know what? You don't just meet a bad guy. Like that's bullshit dating advice. You don't just meet a bad guy. You met a bad egg or something. No, there's something in your behaviors, which is equally contributed to you attracting that kind of person. And you've built a relationship with someone that's dysfunctional. And that's the truth of it. And so actually, I think a lot of this is about getting away from the archetype of the guy's bad and, or you're bad and the guy's, it's not good or bad people. There's healthy and unhealthy relationships and dynamics you can get into. And if you're in a bad one, this is the day or this is the time that you get the hell out. Um, cause I met you, didn't I again recently, we've known each other actually for years, me and Johnny, but I met you about again. four years now, isn't it? Yeah. Four years. Really, really long time. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, uh, and then we bumped back into each other. It was on yeah. Tottenham court road station, like yes. a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, oh, you on the street. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, like, come on my podcast because we both weirdly at the same parallel, very similar things at the same time. Right. Exactly. So for the women out there, and this is a woman who's maybe the women listen to this. If she's engaged at this point, she's thinking like, yeah, this is me. They've, they're probably recognising some of those signs of a bad relationship. Yeah. Um, as the guy, you said that you did some, you know, you did some pretty bad stuff, you know, in the past. You were cheating on your girlfriends yeah, and yeah, wasn't I'm, a good partner. I'm, I'm ashamed to admit it, but I'm also excited because of, you know, mm-hmm. I made mistakes because I was quite insecure and I think I was attracting, um, I was attracting damaged women because I was damaged. Right. And as I said, I was playing out those behaviours. And I think I had trust and intimacy issues as relationships got deeper. So yes. short-term dating, I'm amazing. Amazing right. guy. <laughs> wonderful guy. You know, romantic, nice. But as it goes on longer, after a year, it was the same pattern. I'd always just, you know, I, I wasn't the best person in a relationship. And um, I was quite, I was violent. I was violent in my behavior. I was aggressive. I was over-domineering. Uh, you know, wasn't going out to places with a girl because I was worried that if someone was to try and chat her up, I would lose my temper. I'd be violent. So um, and I, I think, just didn't trust myself enough. Right. And, and I didn't realize that at the start because of having so many, so much casual sex. I think that type of relationship was damaging to someone like myself. Mm. And I think it's damaging for people that have got trauma. I don't think it's good for anyone. I think casual sex should be something we do just to kind of have fun, but there, there's got to be a time limit. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think what so, I said, what's so amazing about hearing you talking about this is I'm learning stuff, yeah. right? Because... Uh, it's about kind of gaining a comprehension and awareness, I think, of what it's like to live in the other thing. Because as the woman, you're experiencing it. This is how it is for the girl. Like, mm-hmm. And this is also because, you know, you want, you really want the relationship. You're really needing it on some level. You want the emotional reassurance. And suddenly there's this guy and he's like, so romantic. And you have a whirlwind romance. It's really sexy and awesome. Yeah. And then suddenly it took me so long to catch up with the fact that, like, this sexy, awesome, romantic person had disappeared and in in it felt like in his place was someone that was cold distant hostile mm-hmm, mm-hmm, aggressive mm-hmm. Yep. but because our opening romance had been so amazing i couldn't realize i couldn't almost put the two halves together and i kept stalling reality like mm-hmm. this can't be the actual person um and in fact and this is just from what i've been reading and learning about it's almost like, as you said, in that whirlwind phase, and I'm really good short term as well. If it was a, if dating was a sprint race, I would na- I'd be world class sprinter. Dating is a marathon or a long term thing. Yes. You know what those those that dysfunction and those things that I had in my past start to really really show, and it's a process of moving through it. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess for the women, it's about 
you know, when you, you think, and this is a phrase I hear a lot, I've met the perfect guy, but then he did this. If only he was a bit more yes. like that. And the problem is here, you've, what's happened is you really want, you want to meet the perfect guy, the romantic fantasy. So as soon as you meet someone, you don't really check them out properly. You're not really looking at their behaviors. Yeah. You're just jumping hook, line and sinker into full-blown romantic fantasy where you create a story in your mind about how they're going to be this perfect person the guy on the other side also kind of wants to be the perfect person for a bit, yeah. you know? I think and he said you were... down, we want it, we want to be nice, but right. because of society conditioning, we think if we're too nice, women are not going to respect us. Right. I always had the psychology. My true self is very nice, charming, a good guy, take care of a woman, but as part of me that thought, if I keep being this nice, she's going to leave me. Right. Because of the behaviours that I've learned, the conditioning, what's some of the stuff in the, in the dating world. That's no excuse anyway, but for me, it was uh, a case of, you know, it was like a separate self. Yeah. So and and I didn't trust that me just being nice and, and grounded and congruent would sustain a woman to stay with me. Right. Because part of me believed that the reason I attracted them was because of being a bit cold and being a bit nice. And I wasn't realizing what I was doing was I was manipulating women. But on a deeper level, I wasn't respecting myself. Right. Because I realized the way we treat other people is really how we treat ourselves. Yes. So to be kind to someone truly kind, it takes massive courage. That is the most, you know, it's the most attractive thing to do. Most people struggle with it. I think, I think we can all attain that balance, you know. Yeah, and I think it's important to know because I think that whilst you're kind of going through and doing the work, lots of the men that these women might be encountering probably haven't got anywhere near yeah. any recognition they're probably just they're not aware of it no most things like cause I so what was your kind of thought process when you were you know <clears throat> you were maybe you went from really wooing a woman being romantic to yeah. entering into that phase where you were more cold or more hostile what were your feelings towards her or what was prompting it was it that you were afraid of getting emotionally closer or was I was, it I was afraid of her seeing me fully right. so I didn't mind showing myself 70% because that's my you know the confident side the cocky romantic sexual but the, when it gets to serious stuff like meeting the parents, travelling, meeting her friends, fall to pieces. Because then I'm thinking, oh, I can't behave like this around her friends. And I realise I'm struggling to be myself, mm. to be my true self. So there's so many separate personalities that I had. So that was a struggle for me. And just, just the feeling of lots of things were rising up for me. Lots yeah. of resentment, um, lots of confusion, and um, just wanting a way out. I always, uh, most times I left women. Right. I feel really bad and, and most of the girls I've apologised to most of them forgiven me I cheated or I found a way to a relationship made an excuse rationalise it oh she's not good or uh, she's not as hot as the last one it was just that I needed a way out right because the intensity of the emotions was too much intolerable yeah I couldn't do yeah. it especially when one started telling me she loves me she's loved me part of me loved it part of me didn't want to believe it because part of me didn't love myself right and because that, that took a for... massive amount of courage to admit that because I'm, I'm a dating coach I'm I'm famous, I'm on YouTube, I'm, I've, I've convinced myself I'm good with women because I still have a lot of women, but part of me didn't love myself. And right. that was because years ago, some trauma. And I often find know. that's exactly right, particularly so, with, uh, if you know, like I'm a little, you know, I've had a, a, a ropey past and so I'd always, as a damaged person, I'd attract other damaged people. And the thing that I heard a lot from the guys, um, you know, when I was in these toxic relationships was self-loathing on some level. And it would, it would come out maybe once a year there'd be a moment or I'd just see a slip of it where they or they would just say straight up you know they would say they hate themselves or that they're not comfortable or that they're a terrible person or they're evil mm -hmm. or there'd be some the suddenly there would just be this little glimmer of the mask slipping where they would actually go Fuck it, I don't like me and you wow. know what if someone isn't behaving towards you in a way that's loving whether that's the person that like 
you know, I don't know, shoves into you on the bus and is then rude when you don't even know them or yep, yep. the person you're in a relationship who you're supposed to be there as your lover and supporter and is in fact actually has become your attacker or your abuser. These people are never coming from spaces where, you know, you might think, oh, you've done something to deserve it or you're just... You're, you are attracting that kind of thing. It's people behave badly when they dislike themselves and when they're having, they totally carry true. fear totally and yeah. hate and unhappiness within them. If you are one happy, well-balanced <laughs> person, you have no reason in the world to be anything but like that to other yes. people, you know? And I know it's hard, but if you recognize that these relationships are your relationships mm-hmm. and you've had mm-hmm. something like this, what I'd like to urge you to do actually is just to, you know... I know you might love him and everything, or you might think you love him, but yeah. right now you've got to accept this person is not going to suddenly mystically overnight turn into the person yeah. you want him to be. You probably need the scary timeout that Johnny and I are on. Yes. <laughs> at the moment. That's the timeout. The timeout from dating where you just go, actually, I'm not going to date anyone. I'm going to sort my own stuff out first. And so just as kind of, if you're thinking, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I'm dating that person. Or I know that I've dated guys like that. I think, he needs to sort his shit out and mm-hmm. so do you and yeah. that's going to be done independently and probably over a very long period of time of actually not engaging with other people to kind of get aware of how you're participating in this and it took me a lot to feel like I could have the courage things had to get so bad for me yeah. to go actually you know what I need to be completely by myself I need to do all that work because being by myself sounded like and by myself not even yeah. just single but single and not even looking yeah. to date that to me felt like a death sentence or something I totally resonate with that because I felt so scared to be by myself as you said not dating anyone sitting by myself basically back to normality watching TV <laughs> having breakfast it, it, it frightened me I needed um, I was only comfortable in chaos yes. so relationships for me eventually meant normal life travelling washing my socks uh, getting up early uh, being responsible, taking the woman out, it, it just became difficult. If it wasn't alcohol, um, you know, binge eating food, excitement, sex all the time, I couldn't deal with it. So I think, um, you know. I think that's really good. That's really funny you said that because, you know, this talk I'm doing for the TEDx event on the weekend, my main word is chaos. Yeah, yeah. It's it was all chaos. And you know what? I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) And on that bombshell, um, I've got to run off to my therapist. Not even, no word of a lie. So (laughs) Um, we're going to love you and leave you guys. Um, If you want to check out some of Johnny's work, or maybe you know a a guy in your life that maybe it's a friend, brother, colleague, someone who is not approaching relationships with women in the right way or just really struggles with self-esteem, you might want to send them over to Johnny or just let him check out some of his work. So where can I find out more about you? Uh, my website, www.johnnyberber.com or just go on Google, write Johnny Berber. Loads of YouTube videos. And it's Berber, it's B- B-E-R-B-A. Yeah. It's a funny name, it's a nickname. Okay, awesome. Pleasure. Oh, it's been really amazing speaking to you, so thank yeah, you for really coming along. It. Thank you. It's been great. So we've had some therapy. I hope you've... <laughs> group therapy. I've been quite therapeutic. It has, it has. I hope you've enjoyed listening to our group therapy session. And, and genuinely... Oh, all I can say is like I want to th- if, if you're listening to this and this is you I almost want to throw myself in front of you grab hold of your ankles and say just please get out do it now because um, I know it's hard it's so hard but like I want you to lead the happy awesome life that you, you deserve and that, you, that is within your reach so do the brave thing make the brave choices don't fear be by, by yourself for a bit um, if you're in a negative situation remove yourself from it look after yourself save yourself and um, 
and I will be back again next week with another Love HQ podcast. So thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Uh, if you want to find out more about me, please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where I have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club. You can also catch up with me on YouTube at HayleyQuinnXX, on Instagram as HayleyQuinnX, and on Twitter as plain old HayleyQuinn. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. Please engage with me. Please reach out. And thank you again for your support. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.